1: Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to Quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash forever35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash forever35. Hey,
2: everyone. We wanted to let you know that we are off this
1: week. We are on vacay.
2: Well, you are on vacay. I'm in an actual vacation. Yeah, I'm on a staycation. A stay either, either way, we're taking the week off. We are. And so we are re-airing a couple of our favorite episodes this week. Um, today, we are re-airing episode 10, way
1: back in the day. Way back in the early Forever 35 mm-hmm. line of things. With Jenny Han. Author extraordinaire.
2: Author extraordinaire. Um, she wrote to all the boys I've loved before, which became an amazing Netflix movie. She talks about baking. She talks about lipstick,
1: other products. She busted out a whole bag of products. Yeah. Talked uh, about how to cook eggs.
2: Yeah. It's it's a really great episode. So even if you've listened to it before, listened to it before, I highly suggest giving it another listen because it's just really fun. Yeah.
1: All right. Enjoy. Bye. Hey everybody, welcome to Forever 35, a podcast about the things we do to take care of ourselves. I'm Kate Spencer. I am Dory Shafrier. And no, we're not experts. We're, we're just two, two friends
2: who like, like to, to talk, talk a about lot about serums. Serums.
1: <sighs> mm. Mm,
2: mm. serums. Let's get cozy and juicy tonight. <laughs>
1: mm. Kate, how are you doing? I'm awesome. Whoa. <laughs> You sounded like a teen. Yeah. Well, your voice just cracked. That was strange. Um, I'm doing great. Good. I'm great. We'll dig in more. Okay. I can't wait. Yeah. I, actually, you know what? No. Today I'm hungover. Oh. And uh, and I've realized I don't uh, I don't take to alcohol much yeah. anymore. I don't drink it that much anymore. And then when I do. It doesn't sit well inside of me. What did you drink? I had a martini. Oh. But it was a very generous pour that mm. he, that turned into... It was a two-martini pour. Mm-hmm. And then I had sips of my husband's Manhattan, and then I drank a Sambuca. You know, I realize that I, I I can't really drink hard liquor anymore. Maybe that's, but wine makes me feel sick too. Really? Yeah. And, and then I, it throws off the whole day, you know, like my, my sleep was terrible. I'm, I'm not focused. My eating has been crazy. You know, I ate, all I've had today is a huge breakfast burrito and then at around four o'clock, I ate animal crackers with peanut butter on top. Mm. You know that—that'll snack a timeless favorite. <laughs> um, and I—I I enjoy having a cocktail or having a glass of wine, but I—I I realize like it doesn't really. Um, doesn't offer much, yeah. you know, so I don't drink that much anymore. Either. I don't either. And, uh, you know, I went to a small college and then I lived in New York for 10 years and drinking was a huge part of both of those experiences for better or for, wor- for worse. Yeah. And it's not always, it's not, it's not a great thing, but, um, so anyway, I'm a little gurgly.
2: I, I hear you. Yeah. I mean, I think you sound great. Thank you. You're welcome. But I, I get it. I get
1: it. We, um, we, this is our second week with a voicemail. Yes, please call us. Please call us. I don't want to sound desperate, but we're just dying to hear from you.
2: Yeah, um, it's seven eight one five nine one zero three nine zero. And we we're actually recording this before the episode where we talked about the voicemail for the first time has aired. So we haven't gotten any voicemails yet.
1: Which is maybe why I'm feeling so sad.
2: Yeah, so I, I understand. But can you all just make Kate not feel sad and leave us some voicemails? <laughs> that sounds so
1: pathetic. Please <laughs> I mean, call it's get me.
2: Kind of awkward. Um, Sorry, no, I'm seriously, so please leave us voicemails. But shout out to everyone who has already reached out, emailed, listened, Instagrammed. Um, we love hearing Joined from you Joined our, our guys. Facebook group. Joined our Facebook group. It's, it's really great. And um, we love to know what you guys want to hear about on the show. We use your uh, your contact to put the show together. So yes, it's very helpful. It's really helpful.
1: So thank you for that.
2: Um, and also, we aired our first mini episode this week. So we'd love to hear what you guys thought about that and what you guys would like to hear on the mini episode. So you know how to find us. It's Forever 35 Podcast at Gmail or call us at 781-591-0390. Um, we also have a monthly newsletter. We have so many ways that... To just like get out there.
1: You know, you quit your job. But you are going to be very busy.
2: Oh, I sure am because (laughs) we have a monthly newsletter. Um, The first issue already went out. So if you didn't get it, uh, sorry, but you missed the giveaway and you missed the exclusive newsletter discounts. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, but get on it. So you can
1: find it on our website, which is forever35podcast.com. Yeah.
2: And you'll want to sign up now so you don't miss next month's issue because there's going to be some more good stuff that I can't talk about yet.
1: But we're gonna hold it over your heads. Oh yeah. Very nice. Call Um, us and yell at us about that.
2: um speaking of our facebook group which is at facebook.com slash group slash forever 35 podcast and don't forget the code word is serums that's how we know that you are
1: real podcast listeners Um, but you know what my favorite part is that people are putting in other things oh my god they're so good the other things are really fun they're so funny someone said the question um, is what do you what what do Kate kate
2: and dory love to talk about and someone said um like living in staying in new york while all their friends moved to the suburbs yep,
1: someone said leaving their husbands which <laughs> yeah. we haven't done and don't plan on I doing think, i think they said leaving their husbands at age 35 oh right yeah um a lot of people say that we like to talk about life which it's true. is not wrong um, my, my personal favorite was someone just said kate yeah and i was like you're right it's I am, true i love to talk about myself and also someone said no <laughs> Yeah, someone
2: actually responded. Uh, I don't want to be in this group. Oh, that's what they put in as the yeah, answer. I think they were like, "Oh, I don't. I I, th- I made it, I made a grave mistake yeah, here." You know. Uh, out. Anyway, we would love to have you in the group. We also have offshoot groups now: one for swapping products, one for mental health, and there's also a Forever Thirty Five book group that is reading The Wedding Date. Yes. Um, and also, if you like the show, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. We would be so grateful, and tell a friend. And if you like
1: us also, you know, mention us on social media. We won't turn that down. No. And talk to us on Instagram. I, I, my little life update today is about something I posted on our Instagram (gasps) stories. Yay. And I'm, and and numerous people said, what's the link? And I'm going to share it on our website for this episode, in this episode guide. But I bought a... Product organizer off of Amazon. It looked amazing. It transformed my entire bathroom. I I might need one. And I I actually found out about it in our Facebook group. So that should motivate yes. you to join. There's tons of awesome tips in our Facebook group. And I purchased this Ella Key, Ella Key, Eloki Eloki E L O K I. It's a spinning makeup organizer, and it was very. It took two seconds to put it together. I had like an overflowing volcano of product kind of just heaped on my kitchen in my bathroom. Wait, in my bathroom? Kitchen in my bathroom. Guys, like I said, I'm hungover a little bit. My sink in my bathroom. And the thing is tiny and I fit a ton of stuff on it. It's kind of actually amazing. Like there was a moment where it's like, I don't have enough stuff to put on this thing. Wow. Um, But it's great and it spins around so you can just kind of twirl it, find your thing, put it back. Um, I love it. It, it, it really has helped me get organized and then doing that then motivated me to then organize and throw out the rest of all the products kind of spilling out Love of that. my bathroom shelves. Oh that's the best feeling. It felt so good. It the stuff I was collecting was like years old yeah. product. So you got this product thing and it's changed your life. It, I think what happens is when you organize one small piece of things it immediately makes you want to then organize everything else it felt like I did the little I, I cleaned up the sink area of things and tossed some stuff and then I just like turned we have this shelf unit that is over our toilet in our bathroom and that's where just like my mounds of makeup and perfume and samples and just things I kind of hoard are and I was like you know what I've wanted to tackle this for so long. I'm going to do it. And the most annoying thing, I don't know if you're this way, but I'll obsess about this task I have to do. And I'm like, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. Then I do it. It takes 20 minutes. Yes. And it's like, why did I put this off for two years? Kate, I totally feel you on that because I do that all the time. I also, um, and this is not what you're supposed to do, but I keep and use makeup for years. Yeah. I have a powder, like a face powder that I've had. It's over five years old. I still use it.
2: Oh, I have this like disgusting blush that, like, is it, only the sides are left. It's it's gross. Like, I, why am I keeping because it? Because there's still a little bit left. It's like the toothpaste I know. container. I know it's disgusting. Um, but that sounds really satisfying. It was. I even washed out all
1: the containers.
2: Um. I did something similar
1: today, actually. I bought a shredder. Oh, that's a satisfying activity to shred papers. It
2: is real satisfying because my... I think I talked about this last week. My office is... Kind of not great. You have a home
1: office. I have a home office. And you posted pictures of it on our Instagram stories. Yes.
2: Or I think I posted it on
1: my Instagram. Either way. Yeah. What you seemed to be stressed about was a lot of clutter, a lot of piles. Yes. Uh, tons of paper tons everywhere. Tons of
2: paper everywhere. Did you start
1: using the shredder?
2: Today? I started using the shredder. I shredded some stuff. Um, my friend Amanda is coming over on Thursday and she said, and I quote, can I come over and get high and organize your office? She's younger. <laughs> um, but I said, great. Yeah, that sounds great, Amanda. Um, so she's going to do that. We're going to organize my office together. I think I don't think we're going to do the whole thing because it's there's a lot to do. Yeah. But if we can just like make a dent I think that will be really satisfying.
1: Well, also now that you are full-time working from home as yes. a writer. Yes. Um, having your own space, having a clean, clear space to work in is really helpful. That's
2: the thing. I feel like I I can't really do the work I want to do without having a space that feels clean and clear and like mine. Um, right now it just feels like I like I look at it and I'm like, ugh.
1: <laughs> That's how I feel. It's the um, worst feeling. It's so hard to get anything done. It's so hard to get anything done. And I, mean, I just. E- even if you were in an office like my old job where when I worked for VH1, I, my desk, when it was cluttered, I like couldn't function. Yeah. And I, mean, I would, would not be very productive.
2: Well, you know, I worked at Rolling Stone for like a year and a half, and Jan Wenner is, who's the owner of Rolling Stone, is notoriously. Um obsessive Hmm. about cleanliness and he he didn't spend the whole year in the office he spent months like at his one of his many homes in sun valley for him um but we would get emails saying that he was going to be in the office and we needed to make sure that our workspaces were clean um and they would bring in like bins for people to throw out papers and other stuff. And yeah. And he would like walk around. And if you had stuff on your desk, you would hear about it. Like he would tell your boss, he didn't like to see CDs out on the desk. We were a music magazine.
1: (laughs) I mean, yeah, but it did, it did like force you to keep a clean desk. I think also one thing I'm observing as a parent is that like, I'm not an inherently neat person. I'm a messy person. And one of both my daughters are not neat. And you have to teach children. Like it's not just, we assume it's just something like you can do, like go clean up your room. You don't, it's something that I think we have to teach people each either our younger people or as an adult have to learn how to do like I definitely have I'm trying to teach myself how to be organized and be neat because it's not for a lot of people it's not an inherent like no it's it's a real struggle yes and I can see it especially in one of my children she's just like a collector and Mm -hmm. her room is just like filled with stuff and I'll be like, go pick up your toys. And then I'm like, she doesn't know. I've never taught her. And like, you have to teach by example. Yes, which I'm also terrible at. But um, I'm trying to be sensitive to the fact that like, I never felt my, my parents were like neat people, but I never, I wasn't. And I, I don't know. Maybe it's something we have to teach our children not to blame my parents.
2: Well, no, I feel like I, the thing I struggle with is coming up with systems.
1: Yes.
2: And... I would like to come up with an office system. Like, I I haven't f- really successfully come up with that many systems. I'm not that good at that. Um, and my husband is very disorganized and cluttered. Like, he thinks I'm the organized one. And I'm like... <laughs> I'm only organized, like, relative to you, yeah. um, but I'm not that organized, and my natural state is cluttered, and I have to really work at it. It's um, so
1: upsetting. Like, I, I've really struggled with self-esteem in this area, mm-hmm. I think, a little bit. Like, you don't feel good about yourself No. Um, when you aren't able to just organize and be, like, it's not even being clean, it's being neat or tidy yeah i have the same i have the same anxiety when i look at really pretty bullet journals oh forget it
2: like i just don't have that brain i don't have it either and uh, yeah i just uh i just i just can't and so when i see these like beautiful like when i put on instagram my office a few people sent me like instagrams of people who do like like pretty organizing things. And I looked at them and I was like, okay, but like, (laughs) 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 and then I like went to the container store website and I was like, ah, (laughs) and and I just like, I I don't know. It just felt very overwhelming. And I was like, I'm never going to have a labeled container of like, tape.
1: (laughs) Yes. Yeah. You have to work within who you are. Yeah. Yeah. And and I I will say like the people who make those beautiful bullet journals, I think that's relaxing for them.
2: No, totally. It is. And it's not relaxing for me. It's it's anxiety. But you know what's, you know, what is relaxing for me, which I figured out is having um, just a shitty notepad and scrawling to do lists at night before I go to bed on this notepad.
1: That's really smart. I need um, to try something like and
2: that. And that kind of calms me down, like just seeing what I have to do the next day. Um, even if I don't ever really like consult the list, mm-hmm. there's something about just the act of making the list, but it's like literally like, I. it's not pretty, but, but it's it's, but it's Getting calming. it out of your head yes. is the
1: most important thing.
2: Exactly. So we're going to pause now for a word from our sponsor. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Kate, I feel like we are, like,
1: barreling into summer. It's happening so fast. No, thank once you.
2: Once you once you start wearing Honey Love, you're just like no, not yep. going back.
1: You see also how it like, could be.
2: Yes, also like summer sweat under those underwires is like ugh, the worst. Now you don't have to worry about it. Get the support you need with the comfort you deserve, and treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market. Save twenty percent off at HoneyLove.com/forever. Use our exclusive link to get twenty percent off HoneyLove.com/forever. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them, and please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started, so shape your life with Honey Love.
1: You know, the weather's getting warmer, so I, for one, am ready to say goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters, and hello to shorts and tees. I'm right there with you, Kate. And you know what? I actually, actually, I donned double quince the other night. I've got what? to tell you. Okay. Yeah. This is what's so great about Quince because I feel like I have really been able to update my wardrobe like for the long haul without spending a fortune. I wore a gorgeous white tee, like a simple, perfect white cotton t-shirt from mm. Quince, but it was a little chilly out. So I threw on my cashmere hoodie also from Quince. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay.
2: So, Kate. Yes. You wanted
1: to talk about meal planning. I did. This was a topic that I saw mentioned in the trusty old Forever 35 Facebook group. Love that group. I love it. And it resonated with me because this has been a years-long struggle, challenge. Yeah. Uh, It's been really hard for me. I hate... I don't like cooking. Yeah. I'm not a confident cook. I'm not good at following recipes. Mm -hmm. And when people laugh at that, it's... People laugh at that. Well, people are like, how hard is it to follow a recipe? Which I understand. But I, the way my, my brain is set up, it's very hard for me to follow directions Mm. in a linear, uh, linear. That's the right word I'm looking for. Um, I bounce around. This has been a struggle I've had since my childhood, like following directions on a test. So recipes are very hard for me. Okay. Um, to just sit and follow step by step, right? I f- screw them up constantly in ways that are that seem impossible, mm-hmm. which is okay. It's just you know what this is. That's, it is what it, it is. It is what it is. Could there are, could be way bigger problems in my life than not being able to follow a recipe well? Um, and I have two children, yeah, and a partner, and myself, yeah. and yeah. we all have to eat. And I don't. I didn't want to fall into the habit of like making each kid their own separate meal. Yeah. Yeah. I just, it's so much work. It's so much work, you know, and like it's, you're struggling with getting home late after work or whatever, and then trying to get all this done before your kids start getting too tired to even function. Like it's a very small window. Of when you can cook. And I certainly do try to like meal prep, but that's honestly, it's tedious. It's really tedious. There's other shit I'd rather be doing than yeah. like chopping a week's worth of peppers. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what I mean? It's just so I hard. Do. It's oh. interesting. Like, I,
2: I do think that, you know, like Jane, when we had Jane on, she was saying she finds the prepping, the juicing thing to be very therapeutic. And I do think that there are people who find that process therapeutic. Yes. I wish
1: I was one of them. But yeah, but if you're not one of them, then you're not one of them. No, it's just not my thing. Yeah. It, it never will be. And so I've had to kind of figure out how I'm going to make it work. Yeah. And I've tried um, meal box subscriptions. Yep. Um, I've tried one called One Potato, which mm-hmm. is a family one. And then I tried one called Sun Basket, which mm-hmm. was, I was just doing for Anthony and I. They and also, they also have family meals. They do, but I'll tell you what, the family meals are still too intense for my mm. kids. And my kids are not, it's not that they're picky, it's that they just, their palate is just not there yet. Yeah. And I know there are children in the world who like love eating. You know, some raw albacore and right. um, like kale, but my but that's kids, just not your kids, and that's no. fine. And um, and so I've had to kind of, and also like one kid. My youngest loves cherry tomatoes. The older one hates tomatoes, mm. but then the youngest hates tomato sauce. The oldest <laughs> loves tomato sauce. God. so it's, do you see what I mean? <laughs> yes,
2: it's like a yes. trap, right? You, and they're not doing this deliberately, but no, it, they're like, just people. Yeah, they can't
1: help it, you know. But I and it, it, so it's like trying to find something that everybody's going to eat that's remotely healthy is. A journey, Ugh. and then prepping ahead. Of, I um because I kind of tend to panic. If I know what I'm making each week, it really helps me. Yeah, one it helps me grocery shop and not spend a lot of money. Right. Um, because I am the person who'd like go to the grocery store, buy a hundred dollars worth of groceries, and then it all just like sits there or goes bad. Right. You ever have those weeks? Yes. Yeah. So I have been. I've been working on meal planning, like picking recipes and writing it all out for a long time. But in the past, like, let's say three months, two months, one month, it's gotten a little easier. Like, Mm. I feel like I'm starting to get into the rhythm, understand what my family will and won't eat. Yeah. And understand that, like me, Kate, needs the simplest recipes and yep. that like right now it's literally going to be like a slab of fish, a steamed vegetable, some rice, and then a sauce, whether it's from a jar or that right. I qu- quickly make. It has to be as like basic as possible because I have kids who don't want intense flavor and yep. sauces. I have... Me and my husband are still trying to eat well yep. um, and I need it to be quick. By well you mean healthy. By well I mean healthy. Like I'm not... I can't be making you know, whole 30 meals for us. And I mean, we don't follow whole 30 either, but you know what I mean? It has to like, I'm going to be eating spaghetti. Totally. I also have no food allergies. I have no restrictions. So, um, so Dory, yes, this month I have every Sunday planned my week of meals. Amazing. And I have kind of learned throughout the month, like I started the first month of February with a more ambitious week of meals. By ambitious, I mean one was called Crispy Pork Chops with Sriracha Brussels Sprouts. Oh, that sounds ambitious at least flavor profile wise that sounds ambitious. The Brussels sprouts were very easy to make. Oh. Um, I'll link I'm going to try to either link to all these recipes or make I have a Google Doc that I can just share with yeah, the podcast. Yeah, I think you can podcast.
2: Yeah, you could you could set it to view only and
1: put it we could put it on the website. Great. And it's not, you know, perfectly formatted and you'll see in some one week I put a little area in for feedback and then I only did it for 2 days so you know. All right. I mean, this is a work in progress. Totally. But what i've just what i found is like i am keeping it super easy like monday spaghetti night tuesday Love taco it. night yep wednesday A fish night. Yeah. And then it's just as basic as possible. And then do you repeat that the next week? So I, so there's a woman who I'm friendly with who shared um, her meal plan that she does. Mm -hmm. And she makes like in December of every year, a year long meal plan. Holy shit. (laughs) It's, it's truly amazing. I've seen it and it's just incredible. And she has a, a partner and then a small, like a toddler. And, what this person does is she plans a month of meals and she rotates that seasonally. So, so it's like a month, I think there, maybe it's, I can't remember exactly, but it's kind of like for at four months, this, there's one kind of big rotation of meals and then it changes in spring and then it changes in summer and then it changes in the fall. And, and, I was, I looked at it. I pulled some recipes from it. And there's one actually that I really like this pasta spaghetti with lots of kale that was in um, this person's meal plan. But I still found a lot of the recipes, like the flavor profile was too intense for my kids. Mm -hmm. Um, So I then, and it was kind of too, it was too much for me. Like I need to start with my own recipes based on my own family and work from there. But I think ideally my dream is that I have three to four weeks of recipes yeah, and a plan Yeah, and I just rotate that every, every month and we just follow that. It sounds like you're getting there. I feel like I'm building toward it. It feels like you had a breakthrough. I did. I, I did this first week of meals in February and I realized from that First week that the things I thought were basic for my kids were not basic enough. Mm -hmm. Like I made this glazed salmon and this was also a good one. Glazed salmon and bok choy sheet pan dinner and white rice. Yeah, love a sheet pan. Which was delicious. Mm -hmm. But um and that was but they won't eat bok choy. You know, so then I was steaming broccoli, et cetera. Excuse me, et cetera. So I really started to scale it back. And like what they like one night a week we do breakfast for dinner. Love it. When we do like an egg in the hole and some bacon. They probably love that. They love it. I did a a turkey burger and then homemade sweet potato fries and then sliced Mm. tomatoes. That went well. And if if they don't eat the dinner, it's not like you offer them an alternative. No. Some nights I'm like, this is it. (laughs) This is all there is. (laughs) And other nights I'm like, you could, if this is not working for you, you can go get a string cheese or a carrot. And I try to limit it to, like, a piece of protein-ish something... Right. ...without sugar or and some vegetables. Right. And, like, that's it. And yeah, you it, don't get rewarded for not eating. No, and, like, if you're really hungry, you would eat the thing. That's what I say about my dog. Yeah, okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. right? If he's hungry, he's gonna eat. He's gonna eat. Yeah. I, like... This is what I kind of how I feel, uh, and they don't all. And sometimes if I just if they're like I don't like this, and I'm like okay, and then I don't say anything else, I'll notice they just like start eating it. Right? <laughs> they're like all right, yeah. So it's like <laughs> I just am not. It is too much. Yeah, it's too much. I think it's good to have other alternative. You know, like you don't want them to if they're really hungry and they've had a really right. exhausting day. They should be able to eat something. Um, and another thing that has helped them eat more is serving the food family style so they serve themselves instead of being plated yes they will try more things they'll eat more oh, that's interesting they feel really empowered it was like a breakthrough I mean I don't know why I didn't figure that out it's like pretty basic to just put a bowl of rice on the table um, but with them doing it themselves they feel so proud of themselves that. it oh, was that's so, so sweet yeah it was great the other thing I've started to let them do too is help me help this is mostly for their own lunches, but they help prepare it. We discovered that my youngest loves these smart life vegetarian hot dogs that Great. I buy in bulk at Trader Joe's. Okay. So I just chop two of those up, throw those in. An egg, a hard-boiled egg, cheese... Um, fruit okay pretzels goldfish crackers or whatever cracker you want that's one of their lunches the other one i do a lot of bagel and cream cheese oh Just slap it together yep. throw it in or i do what's called fairy bread where i take a slab of bread i put a lot of non-salted butter on it and then i put sprinkles on it Ooh. Is that healthy? <laughs> no. It but sounds delicious. It's delicious, but like here is what I here is what I also figure with lunch. It's like or with anything, like they're getting healthy choices at other meals. So if at one meal yeah. my kid is eating bread with sprinkles on it, I know at dinner like they're having cucumbers. Like yeah yeah, to yeah, me yeah it's yeah. like all balance yeah. for yeah. for my family. Totally, it doesn't work for everyone's family. Right. And that's okay. Yeah. But this is just how I've kind of had to get, to get through. It's a day by day thing. And also making the lunch every day. I do it at night most of the time. Mm. So I'm not struggling, you know, scrambling in the morning, but whatever is fastest for me. Cause it's just, it's like just another thing. You yeah. Yeah. So it's a it's a lot, and also it's expensive. Having yeah. feeding children and a whole as a family is a lot. Of yeah, um, which is why I do go to my number one store, Costco. Yeah, where I buy bulk fruit, and we plow through it. Yeah, pounds of fruit. It's nuts. It's nuts the amount of food my family consumes. You know, I'll make like a big vat of overnight oats to kind of get Mm. us through a few days a week, or I'll make um, a hard a ton of eggs in the instant pot because that instant pot hard-boils eggs like nobody's business. Um... So there are little things I do to kind of just make everything easier. Yeah. Or like if you do buy three peppers and then slice them right when you get them, it just makes everything so much easier.
2: But you don't want to spend hours slicing peppers. I don't, but (laughs) sometimes it helps. (sighs) Do you meal plan? Uh, I have tried in the past Mm -hmm. to meal plan. Um, It's... My my husband has been working late, and also has not been around on the weekends. Um, and so he eats at work um, because they get lunch. They get lunch no matter what, and then if they work late, they get dinner. So he we're not eating together. Um, so I'm basically just like cooking for myself. Yeah. Um, so the the thing that I've found that works for me is doing meal kits, um, and I do Sun basket. and. When he was eating with me, we would have I would make the dinner and we would have the dinner together. But now I will eat the dinner by myself and keep the leftovers for lunch the next day. It's kind of a great way to do it, yeah, which yeah. is great, And you know it's a little more expensive than it would be if I were just like buying the food on my own, but the not having to plan and prep those like go to the grocery store, just saving that time and energy for me is worth it. Yeah. Um, and also there's no food waste, which is really important to me. Like I feel like when I when I was meal planning and prepping on my own, I ended up with a lot of food waste.
1: Totally. Um, the same I still have that same problem.
2: Yeah. So I like that that, you know, if I need to use like a teaspoon's worth of minced garlic, I don't end up with half a head of garlic that rots. And now that I'm working from home, I'm going, I'm starting to think about like what my lunches are going to look like because I'm not going to have them every, I'm not going to have the leftovers every day. So I have to think a little bit more about that. And, you know, am I going to get takeout or, you know, I don't know. I haven't
1: quite figured that out yet. I did this last week and I really like doing it, which is, um, and I wish I was more consistent and I'm going to try to be as I make a vat of something in my slow cooker. And then I just eat that throughout the week. Like I made this white bean chicken chili. Yeah. That was really good. And that's just, and that, and then the leftovers, like I made a meatloaf and that was lunch one day. Um, but that and the chili kind of just, and then you don't have to think about it or be making it Because when you work from home, it is weird. Because you're like, well, I'm just at home. I could sit here and make a lunch, but then that doesn't cut into your there's a there's a
2: sweet potato and like beef chili recipe in the Whole30
1: cookbook. Oh, yeah, you made that. That I really like. There's Um, um, a sweet potato and turkey and black bean chili in a Gwyneth Paltrow cookbook.
2: That is really good also. I might have to look into that. Um, So, yeah, so I'm kind of figuring it out. Um, I have done, like, BuzzFeed has done these, like, clean eating challenge things. The BuzzFeed meal plans, they're excellent. Yeah, they're really good. And we did those... We did those a couple times, um, and that was kind of fun. But you know, you do have to do all the shopping on your own, and it is expensive. Yeah. Um, and so, even though. When I looked at meal kits initially, I was like, oh, this seems expensive per person for the meals. I think in the end, I end up spending less because I'm not buying
1: extra stuff. Yeah. And just not having to plan is like big for me. I've also found like when I was, whenever I've tried to like... Whenever I meal plan, what happens is that something inevitably... Whoa! I've had a flat white. I've had a coffee. (laughs) (laughs) I don't normally drink coffee. But boy, my mouth is moving. Um, uh, There's always something that changes during the week. So sometimes you'll buy like the pound of chicken breasts. And then you're like, oh, no, wait. Actually, I have to stay late on this night. Or I have... My kids have a thing that I forgot about. And it can kind of throw a wrench in yeah. the whole shebang. Yeah, totally. And then you have so, this like pound of food in your fridge. Yes. Um,
2: but we would love to hear from you guys about what has worked well for you and your family. Let's,
1: let's share recipes. Let's share recipes. Let's do this. And I would, I would say personally, not to be like give me things, but if you have really easy, delicious recipes that have worked for you, please tell me because I'm not a confident cook. I need the most basic cookbook in the world. Do you have Mark Bittman's How to Cook Everything? I almost bought it at
2: Costco. Oh, it's great. <laughs> I, I, can't, I talk about all the time. I have had this cookbook for almost 20 years. And you use it? I still use it. It it is it, it explains everything really well. Okay. It's okay. very basic. I think it's I think it's a really good cookbook. Um Yeah, it's, it's really good. We also, Matt got really into all of the America's Test Kitchen stuff Mm -hmm. and like Cooks Illustrated. And I think those cookbooks are good, but a little complicated because their things are like, we found the best way to make blah, blah, blah. And it's like 10,000 steps. Yeah. And I just found that even though like, I, I kind of enjoyed reading about, like, the reasoning behind everything and, like, all their testing. But then when it came time to actually make the food, it was like,
1: this is way too complicated. I, I've noticed that, too, with, like, the Cooks Illustrated. Yeah. Because I'll buy it, the magazine, and then I'm like, I'm never going to make a it, single thing in Exactly. Here. And, like, if I make
2: the second best, you know, fried chicken, but it's, like, a tenth as complicated, then, like, right. I'm on board. On that note, I think it is time to speak to our guest, Jenny Han.
1: We are very, very excited to have our next guest here with us. Yes. Jenny Han. And Jenny, I'm just going to read uh, a little bio. Oh, That thank I you. mostly stole from your personal website. Oh, And okay. added a, a couple touches. Okay. A couple flourishes. A couple flourishes. Jenny Han is the New York Times best-selling author of Shug. The Summer I Turned Pretty series, co-author of the Burn for Burn series, and most recently, the To All the Boys I've Loved Before trilogy, the first of which has been adapted into a movie that filmed this summer. I'm very obsessed with this trilogy. That's not part of the bio, just that's my (laughs) note. And she is a former children's book bookseller and librarian, and she lives in Brooklyn, New York. Jenny, thank you so much for coming. Thank you guys for having me. Um, We're very excited because you have a selection of products on the table, which we will discuss in depth, I hope. Um, But we always start off our interview with guests asking about a routine that they have in their life, which can really be anything. um, But that's something that brings them a little bit of calm,
0: self-care, nourishment, and do you have anything like that? I do have something like that. Um, baking Ooh, mm. is my self-care. Um, because I think that, especially when I'm in the middle of a book deadline, which I always am, it's something that you can start and finish within two hours. Yeah. And then you have a finished product that totally. looks the way it's supposed to look. Mm. And with a book it can feel like infinite like you don't know when it's over yeah even when you're done you're like is it done and then you still edit and you still like do the copy edits and it just goes on and on and then with the baking for me it just feels like I started it if I finished it and here now I'm like eating it yeah so satisfying also kind of meditative i think yeah. it's, it's like the measuring um of ingredients mm-hmm. you know and i feel such satisfaction when it turns out like perfect yeah um so i actually included the storyline in one of my books in um <gasps> that's right right oh God. <laughs> <laughs> it's an always and forever laura jean she is trying to make the perfect chocolate chip cookie yes which i have been on a quest for my whole life and have you discovered and that? I have. Oh, yeah. Is it a recipe that you've created uh, or modified? Modified, yeah. Because, you know, like ultimately, they're not that different chocolate chip cook- cooking right. recipes. You know, like the perfect one, there's like many different kinds. And people have different ideas of perfect. Yeah. You know, and for me, it's like thin, um, soft in the middle but crispy around the outside.
1: What is your secret? I feel like there's a, a butter situation, right? Like either it's hard butter or
0: melted butter changes the texture. That's not my secret. Okay. No, do you have a secret? <laughs> I do. I'm willing to share it today. Thank you, Jenny. <laughs> <laughs> I've been so careful cause I have not posted the recipe online. Cause you know what? I worked, really damn hard on this thing. You know what I mean? So this is my thing. It's like my yeah. like secret recipe that yeah. I love. My thing to do is when I get invited to go somewhere, I will bring um, cookie dough that's already pre-formed, Ooh. And then towards the end of the evening, I'll pop them in the oven. Uh, and oh. then we have fresh baked, uh, warm chocolate chip cookies. You are a, that great, is guest. So a sweet. great guest. That's so sweet. It's just a thing, you know, because uh, a warm cookie is just like heaven. Yes. you know? yes. And cookies only take like, what, 12 minutes to bake? Exactly, Dory. 12 minutes. Yes, thank
2: you. Very nice. (laughs) Uh,
0: But here it is. bake my fair share of cookies. Here is, um, (laughs) to me, like, the, the real key thing, which is it is all about the, sur- the surface of the pan being hot enough and Whoa. so Whoa. because I kept feeling like my cookies were coming out too like puffy you know what I mean yeah. like too much height and I didn't want that I wanted to be like spread thinner and so what I realized I've been doing wrong was I've been using a Silpat for years mm-hmm. and you feel fancy with a Silpat because it's like expensive I-, I don't even know what a Silpat is oh. it's like is. a silicone um, sheet that goes over the cookie sheet so oh. the cookies don't stick to the bottom of the pan okay. but here's the thing it's not going to be as hot as the pan is you know so even just that little bit of difference then I started using parchment paper and there you go it's the spread is because of the heat it is literally parchment paper is the trick I mean for me that's amazing I'm a perfectionist when it comes to the cookie
1: I'm a big parchment paper fan I don't I don't baking brings me anxiety ah. all sorts of cooking is it doesn't it fills me with the opposite sensation <laughs> that you guys experience no, it really does so I'm always so fascinated by people who find it very soothing I'm, I'm curious has it always been a relaxing process for you or something that you've turned to when you've been stressed it
0: just feels so fulfilling when I see the dough start yeah. to form you know and you're just like yeah that looks the way I want it to look and actually in scientific proven to be um, a stress reliever I learned that as I was like doing it over and over again I saw that um, people recommend it as um, a way to like unwind do you have a stand mixer yes of course it's pink it's breast cancer pink (sighs) that's amazing (laughs) that is
2: amazing Um, and I just have one more question Mm -hmm. which is is there is there anything else besides the chocolate chip cookie that you feel like you have mastered yeah
0: the cinnamon roll. Oh, oh, that's a good one. Yes. It's a real crowd pleaser. You know, I'm all about yeah. that. like the, uh, the, ooh moment. <laughs> the
2: wow factor. You What's know? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, the point of doing all that work
0: if people don't go, Oh, oh my God. Right. You know? Yeah. That would and be is me. That,
2: is that something that you also will bring in dough form and no. cook
0: on premises? No. Okay. No, because like I when I make it, um, the recipe I use, which is not my own, it's Pioneer Woman. Oh sure, yeah. Um, oh, race, Although I, Yeah, the one thing I learned as I was doing it, um, people could do this recipe and end up like um, having it not come out the way you want it to come out. But the the trick to me was really getting that dough tight, you mm-hmm. know. So you have to roll it, keep, like roll it out thin. Otherwise, you have big puffs of of dough, you know, and then it becomes like a Papa John's situation. You know you know how like, Domino's and them have the cinnamon desserts? Yeah. B- basically, it's yes. their pizza dough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. They make that just like yeah. have another sweet thing. You know,
2: as you're talking, I'm thinking you would be a great contestant on Great British Bake Off. Oh, my God. Yeah, because you really you've like thought all this stuff through and you know how like, you know how dough works. You know if you do, you know what I mean? It's yes. like, like you're, you're an intuitive baker, I think. Or you've or also, you've, you have so much experience now that you kind of know how things interact well, with each other. Well, I just other. know it's
0: disappointing because with a cinnamon roll, the best part is the center. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. And it's like the gooeyest, um, like, thinnest part. Yeah. Right? And so, you've got to get the dough thin and you've got to really pack in the butter and the sugar mm. stuff.
2: I don't even, like, I like cinnamon rolls. They're not, like, the thing I
1: crave. But now when you're describing oh. them, I'm like.
0: I'm like hot. Oh, 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 fresh. Yeah. yeah. Cream cheese roll? frosting, mm. yeah, like a Cinnabon experience.
1: Ugh. Not made from a can, which not is how I make can. cinnamon rolls. Oh, that, that sounds, sounds divine! Yeah, I know what I'm up to later today. It's not going to be homemade. It's not going to bring you joy, though. Well, I won't bake it. <laughs> oh, okay. I won't bake
0: it. You won't bake it. Well, the recipe it, it also takes a little time because you have to let the dough rise. You know, mm. so it ain't like instant gratification. Mm. Neither is it with the cookies. That's a mistake people make. You got to let that rest for a good 24 hours. That is a b- the cookie. Yeah. You have to let the actual cookie rest or the dough? The dough. Okay. I'm saying like it, the the flour has to absorb the sugar and the butter. Oh. You know, mm. and then it turns color even. It's not going to be pale. It's going to be richer and caramel in color. You can taste it different. So you don't just whip up the dough and then pop it in the oven. I didn't
1: know Hell that. No. You refrigerate Mm-mm. it. You refrigerate yeah. it. Mhm. Oh, I might... A- I mean, I might I'm become a better baker. I yeah. feel like chocolate chip cookies is something anybody
0: can do. People think they can. Oh, oh shit! <laughs> no, it's just like, you know, guys are like, I make amazing eggs. It's like, no, you don't. <laughs> you just like make scrambled eggs. And then I, it doesn't actually, it's not amazing. No. You know what I mean? Like, it's very actually difficult to make yes. a perfect scrambled egg. Yes, that's true. That's another thing I have worked very hard on. Do you like a soft scramble? I love a soft Me scramble. Me too. I don't want to see We Brown. are like simpatico. No. Do you,
1: pour, do you put butter on the finished product to make it extra smooth? No. Oh, that's what I do, guys. That's good. I mean, I I've done that. might be disgusting. I put butter in the pan. Yeah. And, and wait, I need to know your
0: trick to a good scramble.
1: To oh, a soft scramble, sure, sure. It's, it's an undercook.
0: It's an undercook, absolutely. But my other trick is, I like to do one extra yolk. Oh, wow. yeah, and it gets super like. That's, that's what rich. America's Test Kitchen does. Oh, they well. do the extra
2: yolk. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I didn't know that. Oh yeah. See, I am intuitive. You I are. should be on this show. Yeah, yeah that's you should. What I'm saying. Do um, they let Americans on? No. Oh, but like, they had they had a an American version that was vastly inferior. Yeah. Um. But you know, I'm just I'm just saying, Jenny. like you do well
0: it's funny because my friend Adele she's a writer too Adele Griffin she's like I don't understand the point of you working this hard (laughs) on a cookie recipe like what is the point of that like I don't get that about you and I said what is the point of doing it if it's not going to be perfect like I don't see a point in it you know what I mean like is that is that how you are with everything are
1: you perfectionist in other parts of your life in that way
0: No, but like, I think it's like, it's tied to like, if I'm going to be in Rome, why am I going to go to a random place for lunch? Why am I not going to go? If I want ravioli, I need to go to the the best ravioli place or or otherwise. Why am I wasting my time? Yeah. You know? I mean, that
2: seems like a good segue into skincare, honestly. (laughs) Ravioli? Well, no, wanting, (laughs) wanting, (laughs) like wanting the best, (laughs) wanting the best stuff, wanting the best products. Like what's the point of doing it if you're not putting the best stuff on your face? (laughs) This Mm -hmm. is, is,
1: but this is the struggle. Because I, How do you do that In a cost effective way This is my journey mm. yeah. I mean one of my many journeys yeah. <laughs> Because it is Skin care The really nice stuff I mean Costs money I think this is why People are so obsessed Currently with the yeah. ordinary mm-hmm. Yeah Because it's affordable And it's like Is this gonna be the thing
0: Yeah But anyway Well I have to admit Something about myself Which is I do Like I'm my mother's daughter And I do Tend to equate Like quality With expensive mm-hmm. Like she'll be like These apples Or like five dollars <laughs> <laughs> and they They're taste like, better like, do you taste that like this is expensive right do you know what I mean like so um, if there's a cheap version and like an expensive version I'm always
1: like, I'm the same way leaning towards I that it makes my husband nuts because I like the brand products of like drugstore things yeah. like he would get the drugstore Advil and I would get Advil
0: Advil do you mm. know what I mean it's I think like brand loyalty
1: yeah yeah It's it's. am I being tricked by corporations maybe but
2: I mean I think There's also something really satisfying, like you've obviously reached a level of success in your professional life, Hmm, uh, a a very high level of success. (laughs) And so, no, to be able to of like to to be able to afford to buy this stuff
0: for yourself, I think, is like very empowering in a way. It does feel so. It's funny because walking into Sephora and being like, you know what? Yeah, I need some hair mask. I need yeah. some, some, some lip stuff. It does feel luxurious to me. And I like a feeling of luxurious, Yeah, you know, and, and feel like you're treating yourself to something nice and appreciating it. As totally. Something nice. Totally. So we're going to pause now for a word
2: from our sponsor.
1: You know, we have been delving more and more into the topic of our skin as we get older and how we treat it and how we love it. Because look, as I'm learning in my mid 40s, as you get older, you deal with new things when it comes to your skin. Not that they're bad, they're just new. You know what I mean? Like I am now just discovering creppiness story. Mm, okay. Which is a okay, bull on my <sighs> neck and chest. Luckily, it's a thing. It's a thing. you're traveling here in LA. Mm-hmm. Um, and so did you bring, are these some, are these products? Uh, I know they're all mostly travel size. Mm-hmm. Are they products that you also use in your real life? Or are you doing that kind of fun thing where you sample products because you're traveling?
0: I love, you know, new products. It's always about the new thing mm-hmm. for me. And so I had just started, um, I had been, um, kind of led to Gothamista the best. Uh, by Kara Brown on Twitter. She was signaled. Mm-hmm. She watches um, Gothamista and I was like, oh, let me just check out what she says about serums. And then I was sitting there for like six hours <laughs> watching videos and taking notes on all the stuff I needed, yep. you know? And so it was great to then run over to Sephora and get stuff in the travel size so then I can try it out while I'm
2: here. Love that. That's a good tip too, mm-hmm. just in general.
0: Yeah. Cause I don't want to invest, even though, you know, it makes more sense economically to get the bigger size. Right. right. It's a trick. It's a trick <sighs> but what do you have right there in that the drunk elephant the drunk so it's um the jelly cleanser Ooh, Ooh. and the texture is super nice it is jelly and it doesn't feel drying so far i am like yes on this cleanser. It doesn't... Afterwards, your skin doesn't feel like super tight.
1: Mm-hmm. Which is the problem that you've run into, Dory, with the one I recommended. Yes, yeah. the
0: COSRX. COSRX
1: Morning, morning
2: pH. PH. Yeah, I didn't like it. Yeah. Um, and do you use that at, at, in the morning, at
0: night, both? I only do it at night because okay. in the morning, you know, well, I don't really see the need to like... Yeah. to dry out the skin by cleansing it again. I
2: am I am getting on this train and I've I've been doing a little reading about it mm. um, and they say that unless you have very oily skin, you actually don't really need to wash your face it's in the morning. Just a water splash? You can just splash some water on it or, you know, I, I, I'm a morning showerer so I will just, you know, rinse my face off but I'm not using as much face wash in the morning
0: like by I used way, to. By the way, I listened to that um, episode about the shower thing and uh-huh. I'm a night... Shower oh, or bath. Oh, uh-huh. I night showered the other night and I liked it. Have you always been a night shower? I mean, kind of because I hate waking up early in the morning. Yeah, mm. but it's more about my hair. Like I have a lot. So you have luxurious hair. hair. Yeah. So if I sleep with it a little bit damp, then when I wake up, it's not like Mufasa huge. Mm. Is it naturally wavy? It is naturally wavy, uh, but this got, is like a blowout. Uh, okay. Uh, it's very it, dreamy it's, looking. It's
2: yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. Like I would buy a wig with that hair. <laughs> I was just saying to Kate recently that I think I'm moving towards wigdom. So,
0: you know. I was talking to the stylist and I had never realized this. Guys, did you know that most people like on TV and stuff are wearing like a ton of fake hair? Yes. I was with
1: my friend who was an actress on a TV show in her car. And in the back seat was just the extensions that she would pull out after a day of work and everybody has fake hair on TV. But I feel like I only
2: learned this since moving to LA. Of course, yes. LA like you the curtain gets pulled back a little bit. I feel like when you live here you're
1: like, "Oh. <laughs> that's how they do it." Also on red carpets too. A yeah. ton of mm-hmm. it is is fake. Yeah. That's why, you know, you can never live up to right. the the the, the dream. Right.
0: Yeah. Well, I have a lot of hair and it's each individual strand is quite thick, yeah. Too, so it's a lot to manage. Yeah. So it's. Do you blow it, blow dry it out at night after you shower? No, so it just a wet dry. I do it like a rough dry, like just a couple seconds, so it's not dripping. Yeah, and then I just go to bed.
2: Nice. Okay, so drunk elephant cleanser.
0: Then yes. what happens? Then I'll do um, the beauty water. By Sun and Park. Oh, yeah. I've um, heard of people rave about this stuff. I like it because it's technically, like, toning, but it's also cleansing, and it's also moisturizing. Mm. Even though you wouldn't know it by, like, looking at it. It's mm-hmm. just, like, water. Um, and it doesn't feel stripped after I use it. I might need to try that. Yeah, that sounds... It, it sounds really lovely. I got yeah. it off of um SoCo Glam. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So... And then I'll do um, a, some sort of, like, a serum. Yep. And, like, on a morning, I would I do the CE Ferulic, which is, mm. I Ooh. think, this is the best. What is that? I don't know what that is. This? Lisa Lucas told me about this. Oh, yeah. Or oh, uh-huh. me in a Twitter conversation about yes. Skincare, and this is the big <laughs> takeaway. Um, it is, like, vitamin C and all this stuff. Mm. And it makes even the color of my skin look different. Wow. Because wow. it's brown. Who makes, can I look at yeah. it? Yeah. Oh, this is skin oh, Okay. The yeah. vitamin
1: C-E Ferulic. Mm-hmm. C-E Ferulic. Oh, I, that looks good. Yeah, that, it does look it good. It comes with a dropper. That means it's official. Yeah.
0: My only complaint with it is the smell... It's a, a little, little, like, herbaceous. Okay. Um, a little earthy. Yeah. <laughs> a little musky. <laughs> so I, like, put it on, and then I, like, wash my hands so I don't smell like it all okay. day. But it's been a game changer for my skin. Wow. For sure. Wow. For sure. Okay. Okay. So that's a product you will keep buying. Like, yes. you'll come back to it it's again. It's expensive. It's, like, 180 bucks or something. Yikes. Wow. But. Right. This is the trap. Yeah. But, dot, 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 it works for you. It really works. Yeah. Um, And then I'll do, like, a... A couple different moisturizers, like a light one, mm. and then I'll do like a, um, a heavier one. Oh, and one other thing um, that Rachel um, on Twitter, you know Rachel? Rachel. I'm, oh, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh-huh. So she was talking about Eve Lom. Cleanser, which no. is kind of like, a, and I've been struggling with oil cleansers because I don't like my skin feeling that like yeah, it's greasy, greased up, yeah, you know. And um, this is actually an oil cream cleanser, and then you um, put it on your hands, mm. and then you Ooh. put it on your, and then you do sort of this thing of like tapping and like pressing and it feels very therapeutic as oh. you do it you, you have to like do these different pressure points and then you put the muslin that you soak in hot water and you put it on your face oh this sounds breathe so nice breathe it in this sounds like a spa it is it's it's nice this is when
1: oh it smells like a spa yes. actually Okay. And then you do lot. cold
0: water and muslin.
1: Oh, that does smell that does smell
0: exactly like a spa. Yes.
1: And it melts <laughs> it smells all amazing. the makeup you just right off <laughs> The makeup just comes right off. Also, something about pressing a hot muslin cloth yeah. to your face sounds <laughs> divine and you breathe it in totally this is why when there's oh uh, and there's been a recent debate about the benefits of skincare and how it is possibly all a sham which w- we're not really on board with but I, f- I do feel like just the simple act of like touching your face taking that time the warmth it's all very
0: grounding and therapeutic
1: yeah it's not just about like scrubbing your face to keep, right. keep it clean no. and you press
0: on the sinuses you can feel like the sort of like drainage whatever you know uh, what i mean like yeah. you can feel like you can feel like oh wow my face feels like tender right here uh-huh. it's good to do that it actually reminded me of i once met this man who did um therapy for for soldiers who had ptsd oh, wow. and one of the um one of the tricks was like doing this tapping thing and he, you tap over and over and over I again i have people who swear by tapping to help their anxiety and i was like whoa this is weird but then as i was doing this um cleanser it ha- kind of reminded me a little bit of like a tapping cuz it's like um, over and over again. And there's like an aromatherapy element mm-hmm, to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Too. It also sounds like face yoga, which
2: people are oh, getting okay. into now.
1: Face <laughs> yoga. Face yeah. yoga. Yeah,
2: we'll, we'll talk about that in a we We've done a whole episode. <laughs> yeah.
1: where, where do you get Eve Loma? I've never heard of it. I yeah. think I got this just from Sephora. Oh, okay. But take yeah. a little trip after this. Yeah. Um,
2: and then I'll and you, do... Oh, sorry. Oh. You do this all when you get out of the shower?
0: Yeah. Okay. Because my skin dries... Really fast, yeah. And then it also like um, soaks up the moisture really fast. And so if I don't do it right away, then my skin's already like drying. Got it. In a bad way. Okay. So I have to capture it
1: <laughs> to time it all perfectly right. <laughs> I
0: really do. Uh. And then I'll do the um, paw ointment on my lips because my lips are always so dry in the winter. Oh, what is it called, paw Yeah, you know the one that models. It's always like in the kit of like oh. a makeup artists. No. It's Australian. I've I never might heard have to this. get some of that. Paw Paw mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. Great. It's a great primer for the lip.
2: And then do you have a heavier moisturizer?
0: Oh, yeah. So I sh- just started this one, too. The um, Drunk Elephant Lala Retro Whipped Cream. Um, and it's still new, but I mm-hmm. like it. Right. Mm. It's like a texture like icing. Ooh. But not sticky. But not sticky.
1: Oh, that looks lovely. Okay. It's
0: like oh I'm looking at food. The mm. biggest mm. <laughs> <laughs> for that cream. The thing I learned off of Gothamista was she had a real focus on letting, taking a few seconds to let the products absorb before you go to the next step. And sometimes I want to like be really luxurious with the routine, and sometimes I'm like trying to like just get it over with, mm. you know. And you've got to let that like go in for a second before you go to the next.
1: Yeah, you don't want to rush through your products. You also the pressing things onto my mm-hmm. face is a new thing. I'm really trying to instead
0: of just rubbing it all over I'm really trying to work on that slowing myself down oh and then the uh, the heaviest thing I'll do is the cheek up air By um, Dr. Jart Oh, Dr. Jart is awesome Dr. Jart is great I was at um, The Incheon Airport In Korea And so they have Amazing Have you guys been before? No No. Okay, you've got to If you go to Asia ever Always make your Connecting stop in Korea Because they have A huge, huge Like duty-free makeup section That's (sighs) such a good tip Let's go Okay (laughs) With the more expensive brands And then with like The less expensive brands But all of it's great Whoa You know And so they have a lot of masks That you can't get here Mm. And then they'll be in bulk like, for instance, um, this Dr. Jart brightening infusion hydrogel mask, I think I got a 10-pack for, like, I don't know, I want to say, like, 25 bucks. Oh, that's pretty but then good. Sephora will sell them for, like, seven bucks. Oh, you wow. You know what I mean? So you could, you could have a black market in masks. <laughs>
2: Just if you want to take a break from writing. Yeah. Just go fill a suitcase up with masks and from the Inchon
0: Airport. I discovered my new favorite, like, lip um brand which is uh 3ce studio Ooh, do you guys know this brand no, no. you can get it on stylenanda.com. dot com also never heard of that either um but it's great because you've got like a really moisturizing um
1: oh, pencil pretty. part of oh it yeah that you
0: fill the whole lip out with and then the super creamy like um lipstick part that goes on top oh. pretty. you got this in korea in korea oh looks got really it looks like every color Oh, you did! You were like, "This is this is great." Yeah, and then they also do great lipsticks. Oh, pretty! It's like matte without drying.
1: Yeah, are you? That's the holy grail. mm -hmm.
0: Are you a red lipstick person all the time? I like red that's a little bit orange, a Mm. little bit like um, pink, Mm -hmm. because sometimes if I do like the true true red, I feel like it can be a little bit aging.
2: Yes, you know? I feel that too. When I wear a true red, sometimes I'm like, "Oh, I've just aged ten years." Mm-hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Majorly, yeah. and yeah. also I have like
0: a lot of lip going on, and so I don't know. It just feels like a lot. Now, wait, I have a couple more questions mm-hmm. about what's happening here. What is this? Oh, so my cushion compacts. Ooh, that's what I swear by too. A cushion um, compacts. Yes, because all you have to do is you know you use a little puff. Ooh. And then you, like, press it into the product, which is, like, foundation, basically. And then you go, boop, 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 and you're done. Are you Uh. an S... Do you SPF beforehand? Yes. Okay. But this also has SPF in it. Oh. Um, And I've long been um, devoted to IOPE, but... uh, Amore Pacific is good. If I can't get iOPE here in the states,
2: Amore Pacific is mm-hmm. really nice. Is iOPE a Korean brand as well? Yes.
1: Oh,
0: so is Amore Pacific. Yes, that I have bought at Sephora, but I've never heard of iOPE. Mm-hmm. iOPE is great, and actually, it's interesting because, um, like, iOPE is not as expensive as Amore Pacific, but I think that the like formula is really good. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm.
2: Um, so, Jenny, what are you working on now, book wise? Um, or do you not want to
0: talk about that? I'm like making a scared face. Uh, I'm working on a bunch of stuff is the thing. I mean, you know, my last book came out last May and then it was like rush, rush, rush to do all the promotion stuff and be on the road and do touring. And I did a lot of international touring last year that I wasn't really able to sit down and write. Yeah. yeah. And then um, I went to the McDowell Colony. Um, Uh, which is like an artist colony in New Hampshire and I was there for like a month Mm. working on something and then I ended up starting something else and so it's been like I think I need to find that like center to be able to sit down in my regular life not in a hotel not you know at the colony But figuring out What the next
1: thing yeah. is What is a day for you Like when you are just In your quote unquote Regular life mm-hmm. What is a day for you Like as a writer How do you How do you kind of Find the will To like plop down And put your hands On a keyboard And well, go Well
0: I guess I haven't had the will but I think, I mean, a typical day is like I wake up around 930 and then I'll sit there and watch MSNBC mm. until like noon, mm-hmm. you know? And so that's like not great. That's not a, <laughs> not a, good, not a good routine because then you have like spiking like yeah, stress yeah, yeah. kind of all day long because yeah. you're like, now what's going to happen? You right. know, like yeah, your cortisol levels are like yeah. <laughs> going um, crazy. And then I'll be trying to go, I often write at um, the Soho House in New York, um, And or I'll go to a friend's house to write Mm -hmm. because it's hard for me to work at home. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I have a question as a YA
1: writer. Do you find that writing about teenage characters, is there like something about that that keeps you feeling young in spirit? Or do you feel like you have to constantly kind of re-understand how teenagers are or relearn what they're going through today?
0: It's interesting because... I was just having this conversation with a bunch of YA authors and we were talking about like feeling like it's hard to keep up, um, in terms of technology, but not even just like literal like apps, but more of how it's the way that we grew up, you know, in the nineties as a teenager, it's a really, it's very different than now. Um, and it's, but to me, I don't really, I don't find it to be that hard, honestly. Mm. I don't feel... You know, I started writing YA when I was just out of my teens, almost. Like, I started my first book when I was in college. So, I was only 20 years old. Wow. But I did that. And at that point, I was closer to that than I was being an adult. Yeah. You know, and now I'm in my mid-30s. Right. And while I don't feel um, that removed from it, I think it is more like, what do I want to say with this book? And, like, what is... Mm-hmm. What's this about? And, like, what... You know, like, it's, I write contemporary realistic fiction, and I think that can be harder than doing the fantasy, because you're always in, like, home life situations in school, so there's a lot of the real life stuff happening, and you can't not acknowledge that people use their phones all the time to, like, text, you know? Right, right.
2: Yeah, that's hard.
0: Yeah. I but mean, it's a different
1: But then there's also this like teenagers are still teenagers. Yeah. Thing. I think it's tr- I think it's true because it's the same reason I as a mid thirties age woman can read YA and connect with everything that's happening in characters that are yeah. existing in, in now in the now. You know what I mean? It's yeah. it's there's an essence of being a teenager that's kinda timeless. Yeah. Totally. And miserable. It's really hard being a teenager. It's really hard. <sighs> Boy. We've covered a lot.
2: We have. Jenny, this was amazing.
0: Thank you guys so much for having me. Thank you. This This is so much fun. In your beautiful
1: Airbnb. (laughs) Oh, wait. I do have a question. Yeah. Do you have anything on your face right now? Because your cheeks are the perfect (gasps) shade
0: of cheek. I forgot. This is like my favorite thing that um, people may not know about the Becca Beach Tint. Mm, Um, I love it. And it's like, I found my perfect, um, my lip color, but like better shade, which is this beach tint. And um, it's weird because... It comes on, you squeeze it out of a little tube and it's, it's matte though. It's like, oh. comes on not, it's, not, it's not like a glossy. I was, I've been using the Glossier cloud paint. It's similar. I was going to say it's similar to a cloud paint, but this color just really works. So I just did two dots. I did dot here, dot here on my cheeks. It's, so, and it's really pretty it's like, yeah. to bring blush. And then, you know, looks so great. Wait, that is a, normally a lip color.
1: It's a, um, actually... Or can it a, be leap and cheek? I can't. It's, it is cheek and lip. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the Glossier is not cheek and lip. But you could put it on your lip. Mm-hmm. Again, the
2: skincare police are going to I don't know. What if I around. couldn't?
0: I want you guys to try this before you leave. Okay. Um, I have the same color watermelon and like i have like 12 of them and one in each purse because it's perfect when you don't want to wear lipstick
1: it's a really pretty color yes it looks very natural but you've got like a flush
0: well yeah. see as like as a fuller lipped woman i don't always you know i i need lipstick but i don't always want to do the whole like thing of putting yeah. on lipstick because it's just like a lot you know yeah, yeah and then this it's like you're not wearing lipstick no it's but great you
1: well, um, last I'm really glad tip. you asked that question. I had to. I've been like admiring from afar and I wanted to make sure we got it.
0: Thank you. Got it on record.
2: Um, Jenny, where can people find you?
0: Oh, wow. Well, I'm on Instagram at Jenny Han. Mm-hmm. I'm on Twitter at Jenny Han. And that's pretty much, yeah, where and I'm at. You have a website? I have a website okay. called Jenny Han. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> right, dot com.
0: Awesome. Um,
2: well, thank you again. This was, this was really great. Thanks, thank you. Yay.
1: I love Jenny. I mean, I have been a huge fan of her books for so long that I had to contain my fangirling. Oh, you did. She's she so cool. She's and so great. Also, her products were so cool. Her, her
2: products were amazing. And I want to go to Seoul just to go to the airport. Yes. I mean, I want to go to Seoul anyway. But. Maybe
1: we could make that. <laughs> yeah. Just to like kind of put it on a vision board. Yes to get, Like a trip A friend trip A friend trip to Seoul Anybody What if we brought What if anybody Who <laughs> listens to the podcast Again I've had coffee <laughs> What if we had a meetup In Seoul <laughs> That would be so cool That would be very Maybe cool Maybe we even have Listeners in Seoul
2: We might Oh my god We could all do Sheet masks together You
1: know Podcasting Makes the world So much smaller it Brings it people together for, Okay I gotta calm okay. down Okay <sighs> Anyway that That went nuts But she's amazing um, So Intentions Yeah
2: Kate, talk to me about your intentions from last week.
1: Um, I believe my intention last week was to clean out my car.
2: Yeah, but this was like, I feel like its it's been ongoing.
1: If you've noticed, a struggle of mine is to clean my clutter. Yeah, I mean, me too. And I kind of just push the clutter around. I did clean out my car, um but other things are still a mess. Okay. Um, so I don't know if I've actually accomplished my intention, but currently my car doesn't look like, um, you know, just emptied a trash can in it, which is how it normally looks. Yeah. So I'm feeling okay. That space is peaceful for now. All right. I think that's that's all we can ask okay, for. Thank you. Um, what is your intention for next week? Well, I have a couple. Okay. I'm going to keep going with simplifying my meal plans because that's felt so good. Which, Love it. And I've been following my motto of... of keep dinner simple stupid yes so I'm going to keep working toward that um, and then I've also been kind of purging our bedroom Ooh. because our bedroom is where I like whenever I clean out a space I just then shove it into our bedroom oh yeah that's like my office yeah so I'm I'm in the process of kind of going through that and getting it organized that sounds great. So how about you? Tell us about your intention last week and how so it went. So
2: my intention last week was to not make any plans for this week. And my here we first are. week of unemployment and to just relax and do nothing. And we're in this week. We're in this week. Um, I, I, I like mostly succeeded. I will say, I say mostly because I did tell, like, I had a bunch of people be like, oh, my God, it's your first week. Oh, like, let's have lunch or blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I'm not making any plans. Like, let's just do it next week. And you are taking a social media yes, break. Yes, I'm taking a Twitter break. Um, so good. I was going to do all of social media. And I just realized that actually, like, Instagram and our Facebook group bring me joy. Yeah. As opposed to Twitter, which doesn't really bring me joy. Um, and so I took Twitter off my phone. I, I haven't looked at Twitter It's been really nice. It's been so nice. You're not missing a thing. I feel like this might become permanent. (laughs) Um, So that's been good. I did this week on Thursday. I have a bunch of plans just because it ended up that two friends were in town. And like Thursday was the only day they could see me and whatever and so i was like okay so thursday has become sort of like my depository of plans <laughs> for the week I'm, Great. like i have a bunch of things but other than that i've been pretty good i've watched four three episodes of queer eye already oh it's so good um yeah and i'm just kind of living life i might go to yoga later but i don't know i might not
1: it's got to feel nice to kind of Relinquish Control a little bit Or yes. not even that But just kind of Let the day unfold Totally Yesterday
2: I drove To this place In Culver City Called Lodge Bread Company That I've been wanting to try That was amazing And I just drove there myself And had lunch And drove home oh, And it was fine It was great So nice It was amazing um, Yeah So I, that was great What have you Set for
1: yourself As your intention For this week
2: So this week Kind of the opposite. Oh. I feel like I want to come up with some sort of structure slash schedule for my days. Kind of a, a general, like, here is what, here is how I would like to approach my days of unemployment, um, which aren't really days of unemployment because I'm actually like doing things to make money, but like days of not full-time
1: office work. It's a different, it's it's a a different different way of structuring. It's a different
2: way of structuring my day. And I feel like I need to, there, you know, there are things that I want to accomplish. And I feel like if I don't have a plan, it will all just get frittered away. So I'm going to try and come up with something that's like doable will make me feel good, but also not make me feel like bad. If I don't spend like the hour and a half I've allotted to like, whatever. So, yeah. So that's my intention. I love it. Thanks. I can't wait to hear how it goes. Thanks. And likewise. Thanks. Um, all right. Well, I think that just about does it for this week. That's it for us. Um, yeah. So hit us up on, on all forms of social media, email, Twitter, Instagram. Call us at 781-591-0390. And uh, yeah, we'll talk to you. We'll talk to you next week. Have a great week. Yeah. Bye. Forever 35 is hosted and produced by Kate Spencer and Dori Shafrir and produced and edited by Sammy Junio. Please
1: leave us Apple Podcast reviews. It really helps people find the show. And definitely check out our episode next week in which we talk to the amazing, hilarious Daniel Henderson about changing careers, washing her face with sugar, writing
2: letters every week. Oh, that is so inspirational. It's amazing. You're you're not going to want to miss this one.